Welcome everyone to this week's Encounter with God Together, our weekly video and audio podcast that takes us through the daily readings in our Encounter with God Together daily Bible reading guide. That's a lot of daily Bibles there, isn't it, Janet? We have Janet uh, <laughs> with us tonight, uh, and Janet is going to be um, helping us this week to look at some significant chapters in Revelation. As you know, Janet was former international director um, of the whole of Scripture Union International and uh, is helping us in an executive administration in the U.S. And she's no stranger to this show, but if you're just happening upon her, uh, you're in for a treat. So, Janet, how are you? I, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Although I feel like I shouldn't be smiling because this week it's Revelation 8 to 11. Yeah. These uh, are very dramatic, very dramatic, dramatic uh, chapters. Yeah. Yeah. But that started last week, actually, with chapter six. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, it's... I think I think we're in good hands here. So let me pray for you. Father, thank you. I was thrilled. Oh, why don't you why don't you pray for us? Oh, tell me what you were thrilled for first. Well, I was thrilled with Whitney's introduction. Uh, yeah. Last week on Encounter with God Together. He it, it, that was fantastic. Excellent. That you know, end of the present evil age, beginning of a new stage, that apocalyptic writing and think of it as a dream the Mm. main thing the big themes the main impression and the two big takeaways that he mentioned the vision of the church and um, when you think of heaven what comes to mind and encouraging us to use those worship words that were in chapters four and five in particular oh yeah i did do a little bit of that yeah yeah that's yes. excellent. It was fantastic. So well, in that vein, let me let me pray. Okay. Uh, started and I will pray with holy, holy, holy. Yes. Is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, <clears throat> and by your will they were created and they have their being. Father, um, we're humbled by who you are and that you have given us this, your word. And we pray that you'll be with Janet tonight as she uh, shares the thoughts that she has uh, received from you. And we pray that you will receive all honor and all glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And, uh, you know, as I said last week, we sort of transitioned into this part of of revelation after the messages to the churches which again whitney mentioned these are real places they were real places they were real churches and uh, when we think about that this now we're transitioning from that uh, section that we had last week to on the the seven seals it's really a, a transition into what is going to be for these chapters through chapter 11, a prelude to worldwide commotion, really. <laughs> uh, the great judgment of God uh, prior to the great tribulation that's described very vividly in chapters 11 uh, to 18. And, and just bear in mind, again, these chapters 4 all the way through 22, are events preceding the second coming of Christ, the establishment of his kingdom and mm. that final state that we will, the eternal state uh, that will be forever and ever, as your prayer <laughs> said. Um, 
so uh, as we read through chapters 8 to 11, uh, I just encourage people to, as Whitney encouraged us, live with the end in mind. And I'll go into a little bit more mm. of that mm -hmm. in, in a moment. But yeah, this is this is a transition. Last week it was the seven seals. And if we if we remember, seven was a very, very, very important number. Um, seven meaning wholeness and perfection. If you remember, God rested on the seventh day of his his creation. So seven is a significant uh, number that has a lot of meaning to it. And of course, what we find here in Revelation is we have the seven seals. We'll have this week the seven trumpets. And later in Revelation 2, they also have the seven bowls. Hmm. Um, now, David Smith is the one who has written the commentary, and he has done a beautiful job. You're going to enjoy uh, his commentary uh, this week. And, uh, of course, he mentions uh, last week when we talked about the seven seals, that the main thing that he brings out in that is only one was found worthy to break the seals and inaugurate a new and alternative history for the world and for the nations. Oh. Uh, this person has the strength of a lion, but is worthy to establish the kingdom of God because he has been faithful unto death. And of course, we know who that is. Uh, it's only the lamb that could reveal the contents of the scroll. And you remember John wept and said, they said, don't cry. We, there is one <laughs> who is worthy and able because it is his victory which makes possible the implementation of the purpose of God contained in the scroll. Um, so, um, but again, I found it interesting in those seven seals that, uh, that it ended the seven seal with silence they were mm. before God. And again, it's reminiscent of the seventh day when God rested. Mm. Let's take a break. Let's, let's stop and let's pause here, uh, to think about this. And then of course, after that silence, whoo. Boy, does it break loose. <laughs> the angels and the seven trumpets. So it's sort of like this is the next phase of God's, illustrating God's judgment on evil. And it's like in this phase, evil has to be dealt with. And don't we all long for that mm. at times? Oh, Lord, please deal with this. When we see things that are happening, happening that are absolute evil and seated in uh, the evil one, Satan, and we just long for it to be dealt with. Mm. It's not pleasant, but it has to be, has to be dealt with. So after the silence, the angels began to sound the trumpets. And that's what we're going to be reading uh, about that and the seven bowls are both reminiscent of the plagues that befall Egypt hmm. uh, during the Exodus, those catastrophic events that will take place during the end days to enact the judgment of God upon the earth. Hmm. Uh, and those trumpets, again, uh, I won't go in detail in every one, but we know it involves a lot of hail, 
It involves a lot of fire. It involves a lot of blood. Uh, mm. Much of the earth is affected in each of these phases, in each of these trumpet calls. Uh, the uh, the one third of the earth will be burned up, it says. The sea will become like blood. Now, again, trumpets had a special significance, especially in the Old Testament and for God's people when they were wandering in the wilderness. It was the primary way that they called people to worship and they called people to move on. It's time to move. It's time. This is it. Um, so it, uh, it has... Uh, you know, it has great significance, uh, um, but you'll find a lot of fire and a lot of hail and a lot of destruction. Um, one third of the moon and the stars and the sun are darkened. You know, you just imagine what that must be like uh, for that to happen. Uh, the locusts that are described with human faces and long hair and lion's teeth and the power of a scorpion, those who are stung just they long for death. Uh, so it is, it's, um, it is very, very, very vivid images of the manner in which God has to deal with evil, the evil that exists. And we often, you know, sometimes I, I've, I've taught kids all my life and taught them the Bible and, well, not all my life, but all my adult life. <laughs> and, you know, you think, you teach them about, um, oh, the naughty things that we do, you know, and that's not the evil that is talked about here. This is this is abject evil, uh, the type of evil I say that we ourselves long for it uh, to be dealt with. And then you'll find that with that seventh trumpet, it's just like the silence around the seventh seal. Uh, the angel blows the trumpet. And I love this verse. <laughs> and, uh, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, and you tell me where this comes from. The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Where does that come from? Uh, uh, the candles Messiah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and it is such, I mean, when it is sung, you know, and he shall reign forever and ever. And it goes on mm -hmm. in the in, in yeah. Messiah forever and ever. It's wonderful. Uh, he shall reign forever and ever. Um, and the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of the Lord and of his Christ. Uh, and mm. I almost want to sing it, but I won't. I won't. <laughs> you, could. You, you have a better voice than me, Jamie. So uh, as David Smith points out, it's vivid symbolism, dramatic images. And, you know, people over the centuries have tried to work out what is this little dot and tittle mean, you know, and what mm. is that word? What is it? You know, it, this is, this is, again, this is prophecy. This is, so we're not going to know until we get there. Absolutely. We can, uh, you know, this is like the sixth act of God. If you look at the Bible in as like six acts in this unfolding drama, the, the, the beginning, the creation, sin, God's people, Jesus, the church, of which we're part of. We are part of that act and we know what's gone before. But this is sixth and final act. This mm -hmm. is it. 
and we don't know. Although we can try to make connections, you know, with um, with the imagery and and with the various terms that are used, the trumpets and that sort of thing, no one knows. Uh, just like we don't know when it's going to happen. Uh, so it's really baffled, as David Smith says, many readers, and the difficulties in it has been multiplied by uh, the strange ways it's been interpreted by people and the different ways it's been interpreted. The reality is we don't know that God is giving us an insight. Mm. Uh, he is showing us, as, as uh, Whitney said, you know, those big pieces. Um, and this is all a part of God's judgment. It has to be dealt with. Evil must be dealt with. Um, but it is uh, showing us a tragic consequence of the unleashing of demonic forces within human society. We see glimpses of it every day. And it must be dealt with. Mm. Uh, but it really invites us to follow John into this world Um and, and I thought, too, they brought out an interesting perspective that this is a perspective from the throne of God. The apocalypse breaks open the closed earthbound knowledge of reality, providing a transcendent vantage point on the unfolding of history that is to come. Uh, so think of it as that. We're not looking at it from below, but from the very throne of God. And, mm. and what he will do. Um, you know, when I was in college, I was really very far away from God. And I know the Gideons, they were handing out little New Testaments. And I, you know, I'd gone to church all my life when I was a kid. And so I knew a lot of Bible stories and that sort of thing. And I knew that Revelation was a scary book. <laughs> I wish, a very scary book. And uh, and so I said to a few of my friends, hey, let's read through the book of Revelation. It's really scary. So we sat on a friend's bed and there were about five of us read through the whole of Revelation that night. Oh, man, we were so scared. <laughs> no. Because of this image and because knowing sort of you know, this is this is prophesied to happen. And it was actually through a series of dreams that I had then after that of the apocalypse and um, being uncertain where I was. Interesting. That really God began to break through into my heart again and hmm. drew me to him. That was the beginning of it by those Gideons faithfully handing out wow. these little green no Gideons. That's yeah, so Gideon's is absolutely right. Um, and through the reading of Revelation that we thought was a bit of a joke, really. Yeah. Uh, that uh, dreams of those end times, the uncertainty, where am I and what is happening and what is going to happen to me, what's going to happen to my friend or my friends, you know. Um, so it's a powerful book. Mm. It really is. But I just encourage people, you know, don't don't be afraid of John's visions, <laughs> uh, you know, unless you are far away from God. And let it be a reminder, you know, that he will reign forever and ever. The kingdom mm. of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. 
uh, ask the Holy Spirit for help in grasping these central meanings of this book. And I would just end by saying this, keep the end in mind. Mm. And the end in mind after all of this is dealt with is a new heaven and a new earth where Mm. God now makes his home with his people. Mm. Absolutely wonderful. Keep that in mind. These things must happen Mm. in order uh, for this to come to its rightful conclusion as God planned uh, from the beginning. So it's going to be some interesting reading (laughs) and challenging reading. Uh, But like I said, David Smith has done a terrific job in just unfolding, trying to unpack uh, some of what are very difficult uh, chapters in the book of Revelation. So I hope you enjoy it this week. Yeah, that's good, Janet. I really like how you put us in the timing of, you know, which act we're in, you know, where our starring roles are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, I think it's helpful because, you know, we're so used to being in the final act already, you know, that we can look back and understand all the other acts well, as best we can anyway. Mm. But but this one is truly a mystery and, uh, and one that, um, yeah, others in the, in those acts, they didn't quite get this, this picture either, did they? Nope. So, so it's it's very, very fascinating to think about. Yeah. It's wonderful. I like that word, word picture. Um, Will you pray for us this week as we engage in Revelation? Mm. Mm. Father, we do look forward to the kingdom of the world becoming the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And Father, we give you all praise and glory that he will reign forever and ever and we will be there. And uh, Father, we thank you both for the challenge this presents, but for the assurances it gives us too that you are in control Mm. and always have been and always will be. Uh, Father, we commit ourselves to you and to helping others who do not know you uh, to know you so that they can be part of this marvelous kingdom Mm. uh, that you have planned uh, for your people. We commit ourselves to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Janet. And oh, it um, is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pleasure. I'm going to be praying for you to, today as you're expecting some pretty bad weather out there. Oh, and, yes. I'm in Oklahoma oh, and I can see it rolling in. We're expecting oh, no. hour winds. And you're you're again, coming east this week, so I hope you make it through the, yes. through the rainfall. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm you looking forward to being there in the Scripture Union offices and uh, working together as we seek God's will and wisdom for our future plans. So yeah. it'll be great. Great. Well, hang in there tonight and I'll see you later this week. And all, all right. of you uh, stay safe and uh, enjoy the journey this week. All right. God all bless. Right. Bye for now. Bye bye.